day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. We're recording. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome to another bite of Twilight. I'm Melissa. I'm Kelly. Uh, and this is our last episode of uh, 2021. Whoa. Wow. Are we going to have a mini episode, though? Mm-hmm. We'll have a mini episode on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys can subscribe if you are interested, but no pressure. No pressure. Uh, yeah. We're having a lot of fun on the Patreon, though. We just did an episode on Flightless Bird and American Mouth. That was cool. It was a deep analysis of mm-hmm. the song, which is something that uh, I never really had done before. Like, even on our soundtrack episode, yeah. we were just kind of like, hmm, what does this mean? <laughs> Thought about it for a couple of minutes and then moved on. Yeah. But now I feel like I see the song in such a different way. Me too. But we can't get into it. No. We already talked about it. <laughs> um, today's episode, people voted for mm-hmm. on our Patreon. Thank you guys for voting. We love you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's commentary on the commentary a series we do. You know, used to be mm-hmm. a joke. Now it's a real thing. Now it's a real thing. Commentary We're making our way through all of them. Breaking Dawn Part One with Bill Condon mm-hmm. and himself. And himself. <laughs> yes. It's too bad the timing didn't work out that it wasn't Part Two. Yeah. Because it's kind of a Christmas movie. Mm, it's yeah. almost Christmas. Yeah. But. We hadn't done part one. Do you think yet, there's so. anything Christmassy about breaking down part one? <laughs> um, let me think about it. Uh, <laughs> I could see the wedding being a little Christmassy because <laughs> there's like a lot of pine and stuff. <laughs> Maybe candles. <laughs> um, there is Jesus. Oh yeah, Jesus does is, make an appearance. Yeah, yes, that's so, so true. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Otherwise, not really. Yeah, that's fair. It's a very, like, summer movie, I would say. It is. It's tropical. It's the most, <laughs> like, summary of probably all the Twilight films. Yeah. And I feel like we see a lot of characters outside in, like, t-shirts. Yeah. Even in the Northwest. Yeah. So. I mean, it really takes place from August to September, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it is a late summer It's literally movie. only a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true, Mel. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm guessing when it happened. I know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's funny because Twilight, I would say, is a spring Mm -hmm. movie. Like, you know, late winter, early spring. New Moon, fall movie. Mm -hmm. Now, Eclipse. I would say we go back to spring here. Yeah. You would agree? Early spring. But then it is like, then it does go into summer technically because mm-hmm. we know it's June. But yeah. I think that. But they go up in the mountains. Yeah. Then that feels wintry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like a winter movie actually, a lot of it. Yeah, it mm. kind of is. There's a lot of snow. Mm. And then we got uh, Breaking Down Part 1. We just yep. agreed it's a summer movie. <laughs> and then Breaking Down Part 2. I'd say winter. Oh, winter, yeah. yeah. I would say Eclipse is kind of a modge podge of all Mm -hmm. the seasons, though, besides fall. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. We could do, like, a little, like, zodiac sign with (laughs) the Twilight movies when you're born. But they all came out the same month. Yeah, that's true. So, well, besides Eclipse. Oh, yeah. Besides Eclipse. (laughs) (laughs) Besides Eclipse. Eclipse would be, I think, either a Gemini or Cancer. Mm-hmm. I don't Maybe. remember the exact cutoff date. But speaking <laughs> of stuff like that, speaking of, <laughs> that's a good uh, segue. This episode is sponsored by a brand that we've worked with previously called The Pretty Cults. Kelly's actually wearing their shirt right now. I am. It's actually a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, because Mel showed up wearing her shirt we made for the forks festival and then i was like i'm gonna put a twilight shirt on yeah so i put on this shirt which is the lovers it looks like a tarot card with edward and bella on it Mm -hmm. it's really cool yeah and it's such a cool brand we wore those shirts in forks at the festival and so many people loved 
the shirt and like came up to us and yeah like literally kind of got the twilight vibe from it um and yeah it's an apparel and lifestyle brand they love like tara and uh the occult and all things mystical very much gives the vibe of like a twilight soundtrack i feel (laughs) yeah (laughs) and all of the items are sewn and screen printed in la la she's back in la yeah and it's woman owned you know like the the Twilight series. <laughs> they have a store actually in Santa Clarita mm-hmm. at the Old World Emporium. If anyone lives there, yeah. near there, we don't sadly. But Kristen, sounds if cool. you're listening, yeah, <laughs> sounds cool. So it's the Pretty Cult, mm-hmm. and they're actually offering a coupon code to anyone listening. Mm-hmm. The code, if you order online, is Twilight fifteen. Mm-hmm. For 15% off? Yeah, 15% off is pretty good because I feel like usually these things are 10% off. That's true. So this is quite the bargain, guys. Yeah. Um, And you can also find them on Instagram at The Pretty Cult and on TikTok. Oh. Uh, And yeah, yeah, use the coupon code that helps us and it helps you because the brand is so cool. And I love it. It's honestly one of my favorite shirts, the Lover's Tea. So look that up because if you want something that's like subtly Twilight related, I think it's a really good item to own agreed that's why i'm wearing it right now yeah exactly (laughs) because you know sometimes it's like with twilight merch it's like you don't want to be like overt out and about and like just a tea with the actual actors (laughs) on it yeah but something like this is cool because it's a nod to the the series Mm -hmm. but no one really knows right away yeah thank you pretty cults you're awesome yeah well should we get into the episode? Yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> I feel more chill right now. Okay, I'll just say it right off the bat. This commentary was like a little bit more boring. <laughs> Actually, kind of a lot more boring than all the other Ooh. commentaries. Uh, I don't think I had really listened to it um, all that much, um, besides maybe in, as background noise previously. It's probably the most boring of all of them. <laughs> But we are going to spice it up for you guys, and you can listen to us talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I think think it is interesting. I think it's just one person. It would have been better if he had someone to, like, play off of, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, Stephanie or one of the actors would have been more entertaining. (laughs) We were getting a little sleepy watching it. (laughs) But we're pulling ourselves together. Mm-hmm. I was thinking when we were watching it, I was like, well, this would be something really nice to listen to. Yeah. But, like, just watching it, sitting there, I don't know. He did provide a lot of information. Like, mm-hmm. there really wasn't many scenes where you're just kind of watching it. Um, yeah. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, and it's cool to see, like, the decisions besides the logic behind some of the decisions that were made. Yeah, it is Especially the ones that we don't like. Bill Condon, I feel like we know him. I know. The director, by the way. We know his husband. Yeah. He wrote my Facebook wall for yeah, my birthday. Yeah, me too. That, me I too. feel really honored. I hope he's not <laughs> listening. I, know. I don't think he is. Isn't that so weird? I mean, they seem like such delightful people. Yeah. And they really do, you know, appreciate the series, so. I don't even really know why Jack Morrissey, like, knows us. Or how that happened. I don't know either. I think it's because he's involved with the festival. Yeah, I think he's like a big sponsor of it. Yeah, and so then we were like involved with the festival. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we added him on Facebook. (laughs) Oh, we did? Oh, wait, no, I I think he added us maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe we did. Um, But he'll he'll, like like my post and like heart my post. (laughs) I feel very seen and appreciated when he does that. So I have nothing but love for him. Yeah, awesome. And... Like, it makes me wonder, like, does he talk about us to Bill, you know? Must, must have. Yeah. He's got to... I mean, they have such pride in the Breaking Dawn movies. Mm-hmm. Always... He always is posting about it and stuff, and I feel like he must have come up in conversation. Yeah. Like, hey, Bill, like, there's this Twilight podcast. It must, yeah. <laughs> and it, it should come as no surprise to all of the listeners who have listened before that Obviously, the Breaking Dawns are not my favorite of the films. Um, you don't say. Yeah, it's just not for me. I know some people love them. Mm-hmm. They're not my favorite. And I have been critical of them in the past. That mm-hmm. being said, Bill, I think, is very committed to yes. the franchise. And like just hearing his explanations behind a lot of things 
I really appreciated it more. And I think a lot of my criticisms also just go down to the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it was cool to hear some of the thoughts behind why they did certain things. Mm-hmm. And still don't know why the wolf talking scene went in the final yeah, cut. Yeah, that wasn't, that was kind of glossed <laughs> over. <laughs> but he kept, like, a couple times throughout this commentary, he said things like, oh, maybe there'll be a longer cut down the line, oh. like in a couple years DVD. And then at the end, he said something, like, about how originally they wanted Breaking Down Part 1 to be bookended with two Volturi scenes, like one in the beginning, one in the yeah. end. But then they thought that didn't really make sense to have the Volturi in the beginning because they wouldn't show up for the rest of the movie Yeah, as a standalone movie. So then he said something like, well, maybe they'll, like... There'll be a four-hour Breaking like, Dawn Breaking Dawn movie. That'd be cool. That would be so cool. Why haven't they done that? And I feel like they should do it. Wait, no, it's gonna say the ten-year anniversary is like approaching, so it's too late for that. I know. I know. <laughs> Maybe twenty years. They could like they've done that for Lord of the Rings. I've I mean it is mm-hmm. wicked long, but they literally have like four-hour Lord of the Rings movies, and fans would love it. And yeah. also throw in. The, the yeah the uncut yes. or unrated sex scenes this is the mm-hmm. time now you know because it's not gonna be in theaters <laughs> no it's like it could be rated r yeah you could have a rated r version <laughs> yeah. easily <laughs> to stream i feel like usually when movies come out with a rated r version it's like some raunchy comedy yeah you know yeah but i've seen that before it's like the unrated version I would love to see it all in its entire like mm-hmm. entirety. Yeah. Um as one story. That'd because be cool. the movies do feel pretty similar. Yeah, so. they do. Mm. All right, should we get into our notes? Yes. Mel and I sat on the couch with notebooks mm-hmm. and we were just scribbling <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> um, so we talked about, like, yeah, it was supposed to start with the Volturi scene. Did they actually shoot that? It sounded like they yeah. did, maybe. Yeah. But know. then they changed their mind. They also said, like, the real conflict in this movie is what's growing inside Bella. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so. Not the Volturi. Yeah, it wouldn't really make sense to start with something so far removed from them. Mm-hmm. He also mentions that he wanted Jacob to grow out of the teen heartthrob into more of a man. Yes. I think they achieve. Yeah, I do too. Mm -hmm. He said he took his shirt off for the first and only time this movie. Yeah, in the beginning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Does he take his shirt off in part two? Hmm. Can't remember. I can't remember. I only know the book so well, you know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bill... To start, he brags a lot about how many times they rebuild the house. Oh, I know. It's like, we rebuilt it here in in Vancouver and then in Louisiana. (laughs) It is impressive, like, how much work they put into it. Like, yeah, they did build the house in Baton Rouge and Vancouver. It cost $1 million. $1 And it is cool that we got to see other parts of the house, which I guess I hadn't really thought about so clearly that we see Alice's room and, like, the back and stuff. But still... I feel like it doesn't look like the original house. Yeah. That much. I mean, I guess the reasoning is because, like, some of it was for the outside shots mm-hmm. actually outside. Is that mm-hmm. correct? That's why they would have to do it partially in Vancouver. Yeah. Why didn't they just... I don't... I guess it's probably budget reasons or something, but I don't know why they went to Baton Rouge. Yeah. I mean, it's just so random compared to like everything else but i have to say i've often criticized the breaking dawns for not shooting on location which i think makes a huge difference but uh bill kept talking a lot of times about the scenes where they did shoot on location about there being like paparazzis overhead or Mm. people trying to like get pictures and he was so worried that it was going to spoil the scenes so i can understand I'll give him some credit like (laughs) wanting to do a soundstage and just be like a closed set yeah. So nothing would get leaked or spoiled. Mm-hmm. I think it doesn't look quite the same, but I mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. It's all right. And it, it doesn't look, like, horrible or anything. We're just being really picky. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Game of Thrones, they're always on location, right? Mm-hmm. Or were? Mm-hmm. Did, were there paparazzi uh, leaks at all? Mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. But 
I feel like sometimes where they would shoot was just crazy locations. Mm. I don't know if someone would be there. But I think some... I do remember seeing some. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just think for some reason the color of the wood doesn't look right to me. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that could have been adjusted in editing, probably. <laughs> yeah. We're just so hung up on this. <laughs> Speaking of, talks about the different approach to makeup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they put a light wash of makeup on the actors, but didn't yeah. really powder them up the way they had in the previous films. And then with CGI, they went back in and removed the green out of their skin. The grain. Oh, the grain? Yeah. How did I say green? No, green. Oh. That's like in photography, too, is like the smoothness. Like oh. if something has like... It'll be fuzzier, basically, if there's low grain. Mm, okay. So, I thought he said he removed any green coloring. I'm pretty sure he said remove the grain. Oh, uh, maybe. So they have the smooth look that's described in the yeah. books, like no pores. And I do think, I did notice that. I was like, yeah, his their skin does look very smooth. I don't know. Some people did still have, like, kind of bumpy skin. I don't think it was bumpy, but I did notice some of them had forehead wrinkles a little bit. Yeah. But maybe they, I don't know why they didn't take it out, but... Um, no, I'm pretty sure he said green. Oh, okay, maybe. Because what would green mean? Like, you know, like an olive pigmentation underneath mm. to make them, like, look paler. I feel pretty confident he meant green. Because then he talked about smoothness, and that's, like, what it means. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think that they didn't make them look... I think Edward looks okay for most of the movie, but I think some of them didn't look pale enough that's no. like my main issue with I th- it i think when they're in the house is when mm-hmm. they look like not that pale because i mm-hmm. think the coloring of the house is so warm mm. and so yeah it's it very warm lighting didn't really work yeah plus the wigs look real bad too. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but he didn't talk about, about that it. he didn't acknowledge yeah, he didn't it you know he really shied away he what one thing that he didn't do at all is like criticize any decisions That's whereas true. i feel like chris um whites and like the actors robin Kristen, like they would watch stuff and be like oh yeah i don't really like that yeah um bill didn't do that i know yeah i was about to say like well he was the director but i do feel like Chris White's and even Wick Godfrey, like, yeah. would it acknowledge, like, we weren't sure. I'm not sure if this was right or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that. Yeah. You know, I was waiting for him to say something about the Talking Wolves scene. I know. I felt... He didn't really. I felt gaslit about that <laughs> scene. I wonder if his method was just to not say anything, really. Maybe. Maybe he thinks it's all perfect. Yeah. Possibly. Um, possibly. But yeah, I do. I do think that. I don't know. It's interesting them what they did digitally to their faces, but I still think that it wasn't enough. Yeah, I agree. Um, we're such negative Nancys. <laughs> no. What is cool is throughout the commentary, you learn that the actors seem to have a lot of input and in a mm. lot of the dialogue, or even Didn't like full-on scenes. Like, it seemed that he was suggesting that Rob came up with having that scene in the movie theater um where he's like Mm. watching the horror movie and then goes off and kills the guy because rob was like this is something i've like played but haven't really acted out yet in my character which again shows that rob is like really passionate about edward and how to portray him yeah i didn't know if rob came up with that or if he was just like happy to finally show it Mm. i don't know but yeah, it's interesting. Like they, he said that they would sit for like hours, like going through the script and talking about every single thing. Yeah. And he also said Kristen's the ultimate twihard. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that she I like choose to believe that she'd bring a lot of like, oh, well, this is how I felt the first time I read it, or this is like when I cried, or mm-hmm. like would advocate like, oh, you have to keep this scene in. Like fans love this, yeah. you know, which is Ugh, that'd be so fun. I know. Can wow. you imagine, like, being a part of something so big like this that you actually, like, really enjoyed mm-hmm. reading? So cool. Oh, yeah, this doesn't have to do with the commentary, but I was just wondering this as a movie comment in general, which mm-hmm. maybe it's in the book. I could just go look at it right now. But Bella's room is, like, all packed up. 
the night before the wedding and i was just wondering like why yeah like where logistically like was she gonna move into the cullen's house like the next day is it because she's moving to college still or that's what they say but still it's like would you really take all your stuff off your shelf and stuff also was she enrolled officially in college i don't know she was like did she have like she must have been yeah they didn't really talk about that. I feel like the plan was they were going to go on a really long honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Like, a really, really long one. And so then maybe, like, they would tell Bella's parents that they're just going to college, like, right after. Yeah. And I guess it makes sense. If you're married, you're not going to, like, then go home over winter break yeah, to your parents' house. Yeah. So I guess she was just packing up for something Yeah. else. Also, she could have <laughs> left some of the stuff in the room, yeah. though. That is so weird. You're so right. She's married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when you're married, you don't just like go home for Thanksgiving break <laughs> to your parents' That's house. Sad. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted the specifics. I wanted to know. Yeah. But I know there's no time for that. <laughs> um. So then I guess like the wedding. Yeah. I like how Bill said that Kristen saved her glow until (laughs) their eyes met Mm -hmm. when she saw Edward. That's kind of sweet. She saved her glow for Edward. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. Um, And that apparently they actually played Flatless Bird out loud during the wedding scene on the set. That's cool. I like how he kept talking about like what Catherine did, what Catherine did, like yeah. giving a real like nod to her and was saying that he felt this movie was the bookend to Catherine's movie, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense because it's like now they're like finally united. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of echoes like the prom scene. Do you think that the montage at the end was him kind of trying to like... Oh, maybe. Mimic Catherine's style in a way? Yeah, maybe. Because I feel like there was some of that that looked like her style. Like, the part yeah. when Bella, jumping ahead, but, like, when it shows on the inside, she's, like, freaking out, and yeah. it, like, flashes between. I don't know. It just looks, like, kind of twilight That's so true, because it's, like, literally, like, in Twilight, she's dying, and there's a montage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And even, like, the snow and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's really snow and breaking down, but it kind of yeah looks like that. It's glistening. Maybe. Yeah, he seemed to have a lot of respect for Catherine's. Mm-hmm. He didn't even mention the other directors <laughs> no. by name. No, he didn't. <laughs> he just said all the directors. Mm-hmm. What else? Oh, he said he was talking about the decision to put Irina in the mm, first movie. Makes a lot of sense. Even though in the book she's not at the wedding because she chooses not to go out of like protest mm-hmm. because they're friends with wolves. Um, but said that like this is just an example of like decisions. That in part two, when she shows up, if it was just like the book, you would be like, who is that? What's her deal? Yeah. And honestly, I do think some people are still kind of like I that, know. though. Because it's, it has been a whole movie since yeah, you've seen true. her. You met her very, very mm-hmm. briefly. Yeah. In a movie that had, like, a really bizarre pregnancy. Like, I feel like you would <laughs> totally forget about a character like that. Yeah. I do think casual fans are like what is going on well i also was wondering (laughs) when you see arena at the wedding and she's like they invited one of them they killed laurent would a casual fan be like wait how does she know laurent i know because they don't explain that like then laurent went off to alaska and they like dated you know (laughs) i know that doesn't know how that yeah you have to just read the book at that point i wonder if they could have had a line she, I don't know, maybe it would have been too much if she was like, they killed the Ron, but he was a good man. I loved him or something. Like, that's yeah. a little cheesy, but like something that shows why she even cares about him. I do think like a casual fan would be like, wait, were you in the first movie or second movie? Like, did we see you before? Yeah. Because you would be like, how does this, how did the nomad vampire know this guest here at the wedding? You know what? <sighs> I wish they did this. Because Bella doesn't know her either. Why didn't they just have Edward whisper to her, like, that's Irina. She was with the Yeah, they should have done and that. And then Bella's like, oh, and then goes, like, nice to meet you. And, yeah. You know? That would have made a lot more sense and helped the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that totally could have happened. Yeah. Because Bella doesn't know them either. Yeah, that's so true. Usually it's like, oh, exposition. And that's how Bella learns that stuff. Yeah. Through Edward telling her. <sighs> Why weren't we in the writer's room? I know. I know. <laughs> also, I feel like they could have made Irina look a little more... Um, Something about her to stand out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it would have been, but just something in her look. Yeah, because I think she looks way too similar to um, the other yeah. ones. And I know they're supposed to, but I do think if she had a very unique look to her mm-hmm. in the second one, you would maybe remember. Like, yeah. Oh, that's the one with the... I don't even know. Maybe if she was like <laughs> six feet and the other ones were like very short or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Even just, like, the hairstyle or something. Yeah. I don't know. That is very hard. That's a big challenge, I think. Yeah, it is. We, we're lucky to... I don't know. Already see the finished thing, and then we can come up with something else. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I think it'd be hard when you're... They had so many challenges. Like, yeah. not to jump ahead, but he kept being like, the imprinting, that's the great challenge of this movie. <laughs> I know. So, I, I get it. Like, I I think the arena thing is fine. They might have been thinking so hard about that stuff that things like that they didn't even really, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's I like, think they kind of explain further who arena is mm-hmm. in Breaking Down Part 2, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Like, they have the whole flashback with um, the mom. Yeah, they do. It's just the, the Laurent connection. yeah. But I guess later on, it doesn't really even matter anymore. He mentions, like, this is, like, they gave Anna a speech just to show and remind everyone how big of a star she is. Which is like, <laughs> Anna Kendrick. Yeah, Anna Kendrick, mm-hmm. um, which they also did an eclipse. It's kind of funny, because I feel like Anna Kendrick is, like, definitely on the decline now. <laughs> like, people don't care about her as much. Mm-hmm. Um, she... Sorry, Anna. <laughs> I feel bad saying that. But, like, it's just, like, that's such a trendy thing. Like, she was, like, a very trendy star. Mm-hmm. And not that she's, like, not super talented, but um, it's kind of crazy how much screen time they give yeah. her, you know? They're just, like, put her up there again. She's not even Bella's, she's like, best star. friend or anything. Yeah. It would have made sense for Angela to have more. I know. Like, a speech at the wedding. That is funny. <laughs> I guess else? they pranked... Kristen with like a pretend wedding dance that was like choreographed. Oh, yeah. yeah. That she would have done with Jacob. That was really like over the top, right? Mm hmm. Bill Condon said at one point, I'm not sure if it was this point, but he said, There are a lot of reasons I wanted to do work on this movie, but one was working with Kristen Stewart. Ugh. She deserves that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Speaking of Kristen, she also Ooh. added the thank you line to Renee leaving the wedding. Mm-hmm. And what's her name? Sarah? Is her name? What's the actress's name who plays Renee? I don't know. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> she didn't even know, know that line was coming, so her reaction was like really like Aww. authentic and well timed and stuff. But Kelly was saying during the movie like they didn't they weren't gonna have that in the script. Yeah. That's just surprising to me because I always felt like Bella, I mean, I think with Charlie, she does show a lot of remorse and sadness mm-hmm. about leaving him. And, you know, we're supposed to, isn't this going to be the last time she sees her mom? Yes. Like literally ever. 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 So it was just surprising to me that that wasn't originally in mm-hmm. the script. She doesn't seem that sad. Yeah. Uh, Man. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Then we're in Brazil. They mm-hmm. shoot the scene um, where they're walking through like a crowd in Lapa, Brazil, in Rio. Mm-hmm. And he said he didn't want it to be like super touristy, like authentic to the area, and that the cinematographer Guillermo, he's mm-hmm. like Mexican, and was like so excited they were going to shoot in Brazil because um, he like understands like Latin culture being like very into like romanticism mm-hmm. and things similar to twilight and so that was exciting yeah it was cool to hear about i didn't know like what neighborhood they shot it in yeah um, i guess they had a hurricane oh yeah in brazil Crazy. and what like 
80 to 100 people apparently had to sleep on the floor in that house in the house that they shot in that's crazy they they couldn't get back on the boat or anything leave Wait, so who were those 1800? Like, was Robin Chris in there? Or was it I'm, just, like, the crew? I'm guessing, right? <laughs> that's insane. I wonder who got the bed. <laughs> They're all... That's awful. I feel like we haven't heard much about that. I know, like, right? That's a terrible, like, condition. Ugh. And, like, they probably didn't have blankets for everybody. Yeah. Like, they were literally just on the hardwood floor. What the heck? Yeah. Why haven't we heard more about that? I know. We always hear about how, like... Oh, it was this, so cold yeah, in she, Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. shooting <laughs> on the beach was so cold, but what? <laughs> I know. Wait, if I we... mean, the biggest complainer about that was Anna Kendrick. I know, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, Anna Kendrick, it's not like you were, like, sleeping on a hardwood floor. <laughs> <laughs> With 80 to 100 other people. Yeah. That's like my hell. That's my nightmare. Oh my goodness. It's funny because there is a couch and like probably a couple (laughs) beds, right? And Mm -hmm. it's like, who were the lucky people that got those? Do you think Robin Kristen? I don't know. (laughs) I would like to know more about that. If I was a member of the crew, though, I would be like, this is kind of cool. I get to stay overnight with Robin Kristen. (laughs) I'd try to like get a spot on the floor next to (laughs) them. Someone just scooches up next to them and lies down. Hey, guys, it's kind of cold. Do you think we should, like, uh, share body heat? <laughs> hey, guys, it's kind of cool. <laughs> Would you do that, Mom? <laughs> Maybe. Like, if it was late in the night. Yeah. yeah. You know, Could I, be fun. I, I would have been excited about that if I was yeah. on the crew. <laughs> I wonder if they had to, like, then work again the next day. Oh, that's awful. Can you imagine all of them sharing a bathroom as well? <laughs> no. That is awful. Oof. Um, so, he says something about how during this part they're making love for the first time. Yeah. We've all been looking forward to that for a while now. <laughs> he keeps saying making love. Too. I know. The lovemaking scene. The yeah. Lovemaking scene. yeah. We have. And so when also uh, Bella is like brushing her teeth and stuff, <laughs> um, Bella's saying how he loves the way she looks. And he's like, I just love the way she looks. I mean, in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how she looks in this scene. Yeah. It was so funny. I feel like he was, like, worried that it was coming across as mm-hmm. creepy. It reminded me of Howard Stern. Yeah, me too. <laughs> People are so, like, men, I mean, are so enamored by Kristen's beauty. Oh, my gosh. Howard Stern, every time, is like, you, you like, you're, you're really good looking. Yeah. Like, is that hard for you? I really wonder, because <laughs> I don't really listen to Howard Stern. Like, what's it like when he's interviewing, like, Anne Hathaway or, like, know. Margot Robbie? Because they're also, like, very beautiful, yeah. too. Is he like that with every beautiful actress? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but Kristen is so gorgeous, so. <laughs> mm. Oh, apparently when they're on the beach... Bella and Edward, that mm-hmm. was, like, the last scene they shot. Yes. I actually think I knew that because they had called it, like, reshoots mm. um, in the press, uh, if I remember correctly, because I guess in Brazil they tried to shoot that scene, but it was too cold in the water, or the water was, like, just not right, mm-hmm. so they couldn't get it, and they were like, screw it, we'll just, like, do it later. So then they went to the Virgin Islands later on wow. to shoot that. Um, I remember seeing paparazzi pictures. They did so much traveling to shoot this I movie. know, yeah. It's insane. They're flying around to Vancouver, to Louisiana, yeah, to Brazil. Brazil, the Virgin Islands. Yeah. yeah. My God. What a, like, trip of a lifetime, I guess. <laughs> I guess not how you'd phrase it, but yeah. it's cool, you know? It is cool. Um, and so that was, like, the last scene that they ever filmed of the whole series. They shot the two Breaking Dawns together. So just Rob and Kristen, like, in the water. It's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of nice and sweet. Mm -hmm. It's too bad, though. I feel like I imagine the last shot. Well, I I was going to say I imagine the last shot being one with, like, everybody there. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, that's rap. Yay! Yeah, I know. And, like, Taylor's there and Nikki Reed's there and stuff. But I'm sure, I think that for, like, 
the individual actors' last scenes because they would know probably. Mm. I bet that's when they would make a big deal. Yeah, I think so. mm. And that's a wrap on (laughs) Boo Boo Stewart. Oh, (laughs) so sad. I think that, like, a lot of times in the press, if I remember correctly, they always talked about the wedding being the last, like, scene that they shot. Um, just because the scene with, like, Christine and Rob were technically, like, reshoots yeah, and shot, true. like, way later. So maybe they freaked out then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think they even necessarily knew they'd have to go back and shoot those. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, explicit version. Mm, yes. Bill talked about that. How there's an explicit <laughs> version of the lovemaking. <laughs> that it's more clear that they're having sex and that there's more thrusting. More thrusting oh. from Rob. Oh my God. When are we going to get that? I just, like, why even bring it up if we're not going to show <laughs> it? You know what I mean? <laughs> I bet he would be open to putting it in a longer version. Oh, yeah. And I feel like Rob and Christian would be, too. Mm-hmm. I think the, <laughs> I think the only person who might not be would be Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. Why did it but have to married. be? But they're married. I know. Why did it have to be PG-13? <sighs> I'm guessing money. Like, I'm guessing mm. there was executives where, like, less people would see this movie because a lot of teenagers are into it. People... I guess you're right. You're right. You're I mean, right. Stephanie Stephanie couldn't watch it if it was rated R. <laughs> That's true. Because she doesn't watch rated R films. <laughs> Wait, does she? I know we literally said this ourselves on the show, but I'm mm-hmm. forgetting. Does she not? Or she just has never? You oh, know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I know she has never, but yeah. I would have to think at this point that's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many, like, you know, if you're going through the Oscar-nominated movies every year, I feel like the majority of yeah. those are rated R, right? Yeah. Like, like very rarely. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Someone, someone got a little mad at me for saying it was crazy because um, <laughs> they said they didn't watch rated R films too, and that's totally fine if that's what you do. But it's just there's so many films out there, so many amazing films, and yeah, it's just hard for me to wrap my head around like denying yourself mm-hmm. the experience of watching them mm-hmm. because of maybe like some swear words or nudity or stuff like that. Yeah, or even just like adult themes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think a lot of, like, war type of things or fighting or, I don't know. Yeah. Would be R. Hmm. I'm, like, in my head, I want to Google a bunch of movies and see if there are, but that mm. might be intention. I, th- I really, truly think most, like, movies that are not, like, a teen film are rated R. I think so, too. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's funny. Bill says that he could see Kristen being a director. Oh, yeah. And Rob being, no, yeah, Kristen being a director, Rob being a writer, and Taylor being a producer slash studio head. No, it's so interesting. <laughs> let's assign all these roles let's to Let's dissect them. that. Okay. Kristen being a director. I think that makes sense to mm-hmm. me because it seems like she's had a lot of, like, input on different ways to shoot the scenes. Yeah. And she has directed now, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's done a short film, which actually one of our listeners told us that... Choking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting choked up talking about this. <laughs> told us that it was about um, heartbreak and inspired by her breakup with Rob, supposedly rumored. And so, so cool. we have to watch that. We're such fake fans. We should cover that on like the we Patreon. Should. We should. And, yeah, I do see Rob as a writer, too. He seems like a contemplative mm, yeah. guy that would think up stories. He writes and, music. Yeah. He does seem like a writer. But then I just think, like, calling Taylor a producer <laughs> slash studio head is kind of a diff, right? I don't know. Because sometimes, like, producers just, like, put money into it. There mm-hmm. you go. I know. I took that to mean, like, well, I think he talked about how Taylor's very, like, charming and personable and stuff. Mm. And I... That took that to mean that he's good at, like, making connections and bringing people yeah, together, maybe. That, and, like, that that's true. That's nice. Know, being someone to he- be the head of a project or something, mm-hmm. but not really the one, like, doing the... The creative work, mm-hmm. yeah. I can see that. I know. That was funny, though. <laughs> Christian director, Rob Ryder, Taylor, uh, producer slash studio Wait, head. what if you had... <laughs> Them all doing those roles on a film together. That would be so cool. That would be 
so cool. Kristen directs a movie that Rob writes. Yeah, and then uh, Taylor finances it. <laughs> Do it. And then Taylor, like, shuts down things. Like, we don't have the budget for that, Kristen. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> um, I guess when Bella calls, um, or Car- Alice calls, when she finds oh out God. that Bella's pregnant, uh, they had shot Carlisle and Alice on the other end. Yep, but then they decided not to show it. Is that in deleted scenes? Like, on the <laughs> DVD? I could be wrong, but I think no. Mm. We'll have to do our deleted scene episode Mm. for Breaking Dawn. Did Mm -hmm. we do one for Eclipse? (laughs) I think so. I think so, yeah. This is our 80th episode, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And it's kind of more because we have bonus episodes. Wow. (laughs) At this point, it is a little hard to remember everything we've (laughs) talked about. I know. (laughs) I think we did Eclipse deleted scenes, but I'll check. Yeah. He said that there was 14,000 visual effects shots. That's crazy. In 2000 and oh. Breaking Down Part 2. How is that? Oh, yeah. He said it's because of the house. Yeah. So it's like that's kind of a small <laughs> visual effect. Mm-hmm. Because they were putting in the view out the window. Because mm-hmm. they weren't really there in the woods. They talked about also, this is pretty interesting, um, the actress who plays... How do you say her name? Kari? Kari? Oh, Kari. Kari, um, yeah. the housekeeper in Brazil, that she is a Brazilian stage actress. Um, but so they filmed some scenes in Brazil, but then they had to shoot more scenes in Louisiana. Mm. She had trouble getting a visa to come like shoot it. Like they just couldn't get it for some reason. So <laughs> someone in the crew like had a connection in the Obama White House. <laughs> They had to literally call the White House wow. to get her a visa. That's crazy. Isn't that so crazy? Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> oh, it's, this is for Breaking Down Part 1. <laughs> I wonder if Obama heard about that. I know, yeah. Obama's like, okay, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Breaking Dawn. I support yes. it, yes. If it's Twilight, okay. <laughs> Glad that worked out. I know, for, yeah. Man. That's crazy someone had like a connection like that. And that's nice that they fought, like, to get her to go, to you know, go, rather yeah. than, like, I don't know, recasting her or something. Yeah. I feel like they could have done that if it didn't work out. Um, my next thing isn't until like, Talking Wolves. What about you? Um, my next thing, yep, that's my next oh. thing, too. Wolf scene. The wolves, just that apparently it was the longest, most extended scene they worked on. And they worked on for months or something or <laughs> in the CGI. That's crazy. I know. Like the longest scene yeah. they ever worked on was that scene. <laughs> I know. So they really had time to think about it. I know. But that's we've hypothesized this before that we thought that that's why they kept it because mm-hmm. so much work went into it they couldn't like scrap it. Yeah. And Bill really doesn't say anything of like, oh, you know, it's 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 hard to, you know, have this scene where wolves are talking. Like, he doesn't really acknowledge that at all. I know. Um, he's just kind of like, this is like, you know, an opportunity to show the characters of the wolves. And that's really true to Jacob's character. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he doesn't really acknowledge it. And, you know, Bill talks pretty much throughout the entire movie, but he stops talking when it's the part like... I wasn't born to follow you. I am the godson. No, I am the grandson. Yeah, the godson. I am the grandson of Ephraim Black. I am the grandson <laughs> of a chief. Yeah, it's like one of the few parts you get to see. It's like, oh no, Bill, keep talking. I don't want to hear this. And also, like, I don't. I don't mind. I kind of like, like, when Jacob's first running, in wolf form, obviously, and, like, he sees all these visions, like, pictures, it's, like, in his mind over the trees, and it's like, Jake, 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 like, I don't mind that. I think it's, like, kind of interesting, but it's just when they start talking to each other and fighting with each other that I'm like, okay, this has to end. And, like, the spit coming out of their mouths, and... (laughs) I do find it weird, too, then, 
do you feel this way? Like the next scene when it shows Jacob run out of the woods, like yeah. in his clothes now, then um, Seth does too. I don't know why. It just feels really silly. It's like, all right, now it, we're back. Yeah, it kind of feels like a, a play. Almost, yeah, it does. You know, I literally like, thought that. Where like the next scene? Yeah, like the background just changed. And we're, <laughs> we're supposed to just believe, like suspend our disbelief to like believe that that That's is so true. Like uh, next, I don't know that is connected. Yeah. It does feel like the stage just changed in the background yeah. or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, woof. Yeah, like, like they had, like, costumes <gasps> on or something and took them off. Yeah, we're supposed to think he's, like, he, he Taylor Lautner, just lived through that whole scene. <laughs> and it's not believable. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they should do that. Where they, <laughs> I mean, it's like, we do see... Like, Jacob transform into a wolf a couple times, but it's, like, yeah. we're to, like, go the opposite, see him in a wolf, and then come back as a mm-hmm. human, mm-hmm. I think, is just jarring it and is. awkward. <laughs> um, apparently, Boo Boo really admired Taylor yeah, a lot. That's cute. Yeah. That was, like, he... I don't want to say he idolizes him, but he looks up to him tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> that made me think he, like, follows him around or something. I know. Boo-boo. Um, he talks about how they caught the you've got food in my hair deleted scene mm, where um, the dog dish. Yeah, because it's too funny for this time in the movie when everything's like so serious and just like really messes with the mood. I appreciate that. Yeah, that me they too. Because I just saw a movie Belfast mm-hmm. and I thought <sighs> it's weird. Like, it was a good movie. It wasn't like a bad movie or anything, but I just thought that the tone in that movie was, like, very off. And that movie did that where it'd be, like, very serious and yeah. then go right into, like, the lighthearted thing and then, like, back to serious. And mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't working for me. So thinking about that when hearing that, I was like, okay, I think that was a good decision. Yeah, I agree. I don't even know where they would put that in. Because mm-hmm. then we have, like, the the scene with cold playing overhead mm-hmm. and they're all really hungry and just... It would really break the tension. Yeah. Emmett's looking out the window, mm-hmm. walking across the hardwood floor. It's nice. Love it. It's a nice deleted scene to know like it happened. Yeah. Do you think in a four-hour version mm-hmm. they would put it in? Maybe. I, I feel like it could go in during around the, I don't know if it fits, but when she's drinking blood, like maybe like right after that or yeah. something. Yeah. that's kind of like happy. Yeah. That's a good know. place to have that. I don't know if like Bella looks like what her state yeah, of true. Uh, malnourishment mm-hmm. is at that point though. Oh, well. Uh, I didn't realize they recorded the score at Abbey Road. That's pretty cool. That is cool. And he talks about how um, the movie's like broken up to into reels kind of mm. and that the last 20 minutes of the film it's just a score throughout wow like the score never stops which is cool i never realized that either yeah before. Mm. he says rob is very tender with babies <laughs> and kids that's cute he just changes <laughs> something about him also talked about how this is the first time they've shown what's in the books that jacob and edward can like hear each other from very far mm, away yeah that's interesting that was cool so that yeah. i say but jacob in human form cannot hear yeah, edward can right he? i don't think so i don't think he has like super mm. hearing mm. that is in the books a lot though mm, that's true. yeah there's so many parts where edward's like I mean, I think you do see it in the clips during the yeah. fight scene, but he's, like, listening and communicating with people from, like, so far away. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Pretty cool. He says, Elizabeth Reeser has been playing this ideal wife, this Laura Bush. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny to me. Because <laughs> it just actually makes sense. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this ideal, ideal wife, sort of Laura Bush. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then he said that because here, Esme, like, I don't know, puts her foot down. About yeah, something. it's like, and you need to hunt, you yeah. know? She's not just, like, standing by her husband's side, yeah. like, smiling. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Carlisle would funny. then be George W. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Mm. Uh, <laughs> I see it. <laughs> no, I don't see that. Uh, Christian was really good at playing dead, he said. Oh, that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> really good at playing dead. I agree. She was. I didn't realize. I thought they used a dummy for all of that. Yeah. But they kind of just use a dummy for the body at times. And mm-hmm. that was Christian's head. <laughs> like, just not breathing. That's. I don't really get how they did that. Was there like a hole in the bed? Yeah, I don't get that either. Because it looks like it matches up pretty well. Yeah. But I do think the part where she's like smiling and looking at Renesmee, and then you can just see it, she just like fades away. Yeah. Oh my. Her she dying does a great is really. Job. I think Kristen's acting in this film is phenomenal. Me too. Amazing. She's really good in it. When Perfect. she's crying on the phone with I know. Uh, Charlie, I mean, that's a just. tear comes out. It's incredible. I know. And that was a real tear. Mm hmm. <laughs> apparently Kristen actually lay there for like 90 seconds trying to look dead that's crazy <laughs> i could not they do that like, he's he said something like i don't know how she did it yeah <laughs> oh my gosh i can't even like keep a straight face <laughs> yeah, that's crazy <laughs> let alone not breathe <laughs> <laughs> okay i love this part he's talking about so this is the whole death scene mm-hmm. or edward shoots her with his venom yeah and bites her and stuff and he wasn't sure if they were crossing a line or whatever mm. and he was checking oh, with yeah. stephanie and he goes oh my god she had my back so many times <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my god she had my back <laughs> yeah I, yeah that's really cute i like how he says that um for the score he liked that they put like a romantic score over it mm-hmm. even though it's like a very graphic thing that's happening yeah. edward's biting her and she's dying but like underneath that like the core of it is like the love between them so that's sweet yeah i think that's cool too you're not dead it would have been a much different feeling like when you're watching edward bite her if there was like creepy scary music playing that would be much different yeah so i'm happy a lot of this is making me happy with the choices that they made without realizing i was happy with them Mm -hmm. like they could have gone in a different direction that would have been a worse movie so that's true appreciation and like we said uh bill is aware that the imprinting thing is difficult and Mm -hmm. challenging and he was like he kind of acknowledges like there's a lot of people who hate things that like younger women hate Mm -hmm. and um you know someone on the outside the biggest thing they're going to be criticizing is the imprinting and calling it this creepy thing. Yeah. Um, and he's like, but it's not creepy. But I still think it is. <laughs> As someone who loves it, I still <laughs> think it is. But he's really happy with the way they, like, portrayed it and, like, showed Renesmee being 18. That's honestly, though, I don't know if that makes it less creepy. Mm. Because then... I, I do. You th- I think it would yeah. be really weird if it was just a baby. That's true. That's it's, true. And, like, we're supposed to think he's, like... I don't know, just latching onto a baby. Mm. I, I mean, it's still weird to think that, like, her future's solidified with him is in this moment. Yeah. Then again, could be a brother, protector, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I do like that they show her when she's older. Yeah. She's very beautiful when she's older, too. Mm-hmm. But I liked he was saying, like, they're saying it's pure. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they cut out this scene that was, like, even in the trailers of edward throwing jacob yeah. across the room when he realizes jacob imprinted because he said if it is pure then we shouldn't have edward reacting negatively like that yeah that sounds like a mixed message yeah because then the audience would walk away like oh like, yeah jacob's a pedophile yeah so they it is i always thought it was interesting how edward does seem to accept it so easily he's mm-hmm. like jacob imprinted yeah He's fine with it, but I guess that's because Edward sees Jacob's mind and believes it is pure. Yeah, but then in Breaking Dawn Part 2, when Bella's upset, uh, Jacob says, like, it's not like that. You think Edward would let me live if it was? And then mm-hmm. Edward goes, I'm still debating it. So <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And then Edward's, like, so happy that Bella's, like, beating him up. I but know. I guess that's kind of also to make up for everything. Yeah, because he's always been annoyed with Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That is a tough thing. I don't... It seems like a really tough plot line to put in a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I honestly have no more notes. <laughs> <laughs> my only other note is 
that they decided not to have music go that mm, score you're yes, talking about the 20 yeah. minute score didn't go till the very end it cuts to silence and like shows her heartbeat ending yeah and then shows the eyes i like that yeah i think that's cool too mm-hmm. i like it that's the last of my notes too <laughs> then it's the credits it, yeah credits and kelly was like is he really not gonna thank us for listening to this because he stopped talking during <laughs> yeah, the credits he stopped like, talking. that's it i can't believe he doesn't say thank you for listening <laughs> and then the voltori scene comes on and he does like wrap it up because <laughs> usually the other people in the commentaries would always say during yeah. the credits they would say like thanks for listening yeah <laughs> <laughs> There's no sign up, but then there was. Yeah. So I jumped the gun on that. But I didn't know he was going to come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't really give too much about, like, commentary on the Voltori scene. I don't... I He was talking, but I don't know he, what he yeah, said. Yeah, there was a <laughs> couple times when he was saying something, and he would be like, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. He started telling some story, and it then, was- like... Had, he kind of was like, but no, like, like he kind of was like, never mind. Or it something. had no focus yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> like I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I can't remember what it was anymore. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he started saying something. It was it was a little long winded, and then it seemed like he kind of gave up. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I, it literally like I had no idea what it was. <laughs> yeah. I had missed, he was talking about Guillermo for so long, mm. and I was like, wait, who's Guillermo? Yeah. The cinematographer. The cin- yeah. Um, he has a lot of praise for him. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to listen to the part two one. Yeah. Uh, now that we've gotten to know him a little bit better. <laughs> Bill Condon. Yeah. Is that 56 minutes? Oh, this is our shortest <laughs> episode ever. <laughs> well, it was... You know, it wasn't the craziest yeah, commentary. It wasn't. It's There wasn't, like, the ones with Rob and Kristen or with Catherine um, or even the ones with Chris White's and, like, one of the editors. And like Stephanie Meyer, Yeah, too. Stephanie Meyer. Like, yeah. they would have, like, cute, like, back and forth or, like, yeah. you know, giggle at each other or say more <laughs> funny things or, like, we'd get to know them more personally. Like... Bill didn't mm-hmm. really reveal anything personal about himself. I know. That's true. I felt like I didn't really actually know him. Like, we kind of fell in love with Chris. Like, Yeah, I know. That's so true. New moon commentary. <laughs> I'm trying to think if we have any Twilight news. Uh, they're taking the movies off Netflix, Apparently, right? Yeah. That's I think so. News. Leaving Netflix in January 2022. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys, if that's the way you watch the movies or something. I'm pretty sure that in my email I got something that Julia Jones, who played Leah, was randomly on like a talk show or something recently. Oh, really? And talked about Twilight briefly. Oh, that's cool. And she was saying that like one of her co-stars, I don't know if it's supposed to be Rob or Kristen or something, like Mm -hmm. climbed a tree to escape from paparazzi. Oh, she didn't name names? No, she didn't name names. Oh, wow. Yeah, it has to be Robert Christian. <laughs> if it's, like, Boo Boo Stewart, that's yeah. a little excessive. I know. Because <laughs> they were just talking about, like, wow, that must have been a crazy time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have any other Twilight news. Yeah, I'm just looking here. <laughs> Screen rant, 10 cringiest lines from Twilight. <laughs> Should I read this? Would you guys sure. want to do this? Okay. Screen Rant writes about Twilight like every single day. Yeah, seriously. They send me Okay. They say ten, number 10, you better hold on tight spider monkey. That's how's no. that cringe? 9. Can you guess? No. Where the hell have you been, Loka? <sighs> I don't get That's that. That's not cringe worthy. I know. 8 because it was her from the beginning. Okay, yeah, I agree. From okay. the beginning. It was Nessie wanted me here <laughs> i feel like i've just long accepted these lines i know like, it's what? crazy What's this is so mean seven okay this pisses me off and so the lion fell in love <gasps> with the lamb this is literally like the that is twilight <laughs> yeah okay this one F you guys this one jacob kiss me i'll give him that that's kind of <laughs> yes i mean but it's just like it's pretty basic it's literally just like a sentence yeah Five, you're like my own personal brand of hair. And who is no, writing this? That's it's... a classic line. Four, <laughs> I am hotter than you. Okay, I'll give him that. I guess. I don't even know. 
I don't know. I wouldn't even call it cringy though. Three, my monkey man. No, that's that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Two, you nickname you nickname my daughter after the Loch Ness monster. Okay, I don't know. I just feel like that is funny. Yeah. Like, I guess you could say it's cringy, but like I wouldn't want it out of the movie. No. I think the only real cringy line is. I wasn't born to follow, like, the whole <laughs> mm-hmm. Jacob Wolf dialogue. What's number one? This is surprising. On this is one. You feel something else for me. You just won't admit it. Like That's really surprising. That's really surprising. It's not cringy. I, what? Like, I wonder. I don't even know what. I feel like what is cringeworthy is very subjective. Yeah. To me, like, my interpretation of cringe is, like, secondhand embarrassment. Mm -hmm. And, like, the only thing I really feel embarrassed about is the wolf scene. Mm -hmm. But, like, it is subjective. Like, some people might not feel... Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. That top ten list is... I just disagree. Yeah, me too. I think they just... That's very obvious. They just need content. (laughs) Yeah. It seems like... Anyone just being genuine is, like, embarrassing to them. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Well, that was funny. (laughs) Thanks for reading it. Off-the-cuff Twilight articles. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I really don't have much else prepared. Oh, some of our listeners, I think this was on Patreon, I had talked about how I never listen to audiobooks and people recommend... I try the app Libby, which lets you, like, rent them from the library audiobooks, and I did do it, and I actually oh, you did. did. Yeah, and I downloaded Midnight Sun, and I listened to the first chapter. Oh, nice. It was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I usually don't listen to audiobooks. I usually just read books, so that mm-hmm. was new to me. I feel like it's something, mm-hmm. especially if it's a book you're familiar with, nice to do, like, if you're... Need something on when you're working or something yeah. in the background. Unfortunately, I can never listen to things when I'm working. Yeah, I like pause whatever I'm listening to. Like every, mm-hmm. even if it's like focus music, I pause <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely like walks or dishes. Or- yeah, <laughs> yeah, know. dishes. Maybe in the shower. <laughs> I usually don't listen to things in the shower. I don't know why. I, I get annoyed. It's like not loud enough. Mm. I struggle in the shower sometimes. I get really bored. <laughs> I love just thinking and being in the shower myself. Mm. I think it's more like I got so intimidated by like the getting in in the shower and the getting out. So it's like <laughs> I need the music to like help me. To know that you're taking too long or something? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Um, or to just like to guide me of like oh, I'm focused on the song so I'm not focused on the fact that like I'm cold in the bathroom right now. Mm, yeah. Ugh. I hate that. <laughs> I hate showering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really takes a lot to motivate me to take a shower. Yeah, same. <laughs> Some tasks like showering, laundry, like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> It'd be yeah. nice to be um, a vampire. You know, like, even like we were watching this and it's like, why didn't Edward just clean up the like yeah. the honeymoon suite? Why did he have to make the housekeeper do it? <laughs> Especially the bed that's been broken. I know. He, he has the strength to rebuild that. In a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and these poor housekeepers <laughs> walk in or like, oh, and they have to do it I all know. themselves. He could do it while Belle's sleeping. I know. Clean the house. I know. At least they're getting paid for Yeah, it. I guess that's true. He doesn't <laughs> want to put them out of a job, I guess. <laughs> i'm sure he pays well too that's true you know probably a lot yeah and they have the nerve to be like you're a demon (laughs) yeah i know hey i paid you 500 (laughs) dollars yeah call me a demon (laughs) what does the other guy think i know i feel like he's a little bit quieter about Mm -hmm. it he's getting that check yeah (laughs) he doesn't care what happens to this bella girl yeah no i do think it's like kind of odd that they like know right away what he is and stuff like because he doesn't really at least to us yeah doesn't look like a vampire and also why would you choose to go where people have legends about you oh we know this great place one downside people know we're vampires and and we hired them actually to clean the house i don't know yeah the twilight vampires 
I don't, at least in the movies, in mm-hmm. the books, they, I think you can believe that it's obvious in a way, or not obvious, but like that there's something about them that looks yeah. different, but in the movies, they don't really look like... Yeah, exactly. So it's weird they're so like shocked. Yeah. Like, see... <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do to this poor girl? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well... That's commentary on the commentary. Breaking Dawn part one. Our next episode's going to be so fun. Should we tease what it is? Yeah. This was suggested to us by a listener. We are going to take some Edwards. Mm -hmm. Some Edwards. If you know what we mean. And uh, because it's always a different experience when you watch anything when you're on Edwards. And totally legally. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. And just talk about one of the movies and so if you want to have any input on which movie that is you can join our patreon for one dollar a month Mm -hmm. um and vote on which twilight movie Mm -hmm. we should watch i'm hoping it will expand our minds yes and lead us to say some interesting things Mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna like watch it pause it watch (laughs) it pause it yeah it's gonna be like (laughs) real time yeah i don't know why anyone would vote for breaking down part one because i'm gonna be talking about it like twice in a row i know it's possible i do think like it would be the most like trippy Mm -hmm. yeah but i think any of them would be interesting that would be so funny if we had two episodes in a row and they're about breaking down <laughs> yeah. part one. Oh my god <laughs> but no i feel like every time you take edwards you have like different realizations about things mm-hmm. i think you see things in different ways yeah and we have to give credit edwards the slang this comes from friend of the pod dan mm-hmm. uh he started calling uh marijuana gummies and edibles edwards so wow <laughs> didn't he he just visited mel for the yeah. weekend he wore his another twilight, another bright twilight shirt all weekend yeah oh, all no, day yeah, yeah all day <laughs> all <weekend>. on, on <laughs> purpose yeah he he also messaged me he was like how much do you think i could get if i sold this online <laughs> like my another bread of twilight shirt. and i was like you're gonna sell it yeah, what well. he's like no, no, no i'm keeping it i'm keeping it <laughs> Uh, who does he think he is i know oh i know God. a little celebrity my. Oh my gosh. dan yeah we gotta have him back on the show has he ever thought about i mean i know everyone it's like a joke now everybody has a podcast yeah but do you think he would ever do something i like think that? he would love having a podcast mm-hmm. i think he'd be so good at it yeah he would i would listen mm-hmm Whatever. Could cross collab all yeah, the time. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so fun. I feel like, well, first of all, I feel like we made our podcast years ago mm-hmm. when not everyone was making no, podcasts. I didn't even know a single person in real life. It was podcast. very weird. And two, I think it actually does take a lot of work. It's not really just like, oh, anyone can do it. No. Any moment, whatever. It's a big commitment. So, like, we have mm-hmm. a schedule that we stick to, uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just a, something that's constantly going on in our, they, yeah. like, weekly lives. So I don't appreciate the memes making fun of no podcast. No, that's, <laughs> like, it's literally, like, I don't know, what, like, someone's doing something productive with their time mm-hmm. to give to someone else. Yeah. At least I hope that's how you guys see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we love you. We love you. Thank you to everyone who's listening, everyone who's been a long-time listener, or you're new here. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Really feel the love so much, and I can't even put it into words. I know. I hope you have a happy new year, mm-hmm. too. And we'll see you in 2022. Yeah. We love wow. you guys. We'll be out playing a catch. Playing catch. Peace. Bye. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.